Welcome back to another episode of the Minds with Hakeem podcast. I am the host, Juwan Hakeem. Today, I had the pleasure of speaking with an avid book reader and co-owner of Beaverdale Books, Hunter Gillum. We talked about, yeah, just where reading is today and how it shaped him in his life. This episode goal is more so suited to inspire readers to continue reading and other readers to get started on their journey of reading. Just a few updates of the Minds community of where we've been. Um, me and Sam has been all over the place. We have a lot of updates to share. So I want to start by saying congrats to Casey and Cecilia on their marriage. Um, we went and toured Nashville down and it was such a blessing to be in your presence and celebrate y'all. And also congratulations to our good friends, Tyler and Hannah on the birth of their baby boy, Isaiah. Um, he's amazing. Um, he's so beautiful. And also our other friends, Taylor and Drew. Um, y'all heard from Taylor. Y'all heard from Tyler as well. Um, they, the bird today, son, Cooper James. Um, congrats to y'all. We're so excited to be a part of y'all journey. And uh, yeah, just to uh, be around y'all kids is a huge blessing to us. Also, um, on the episode that we did with Joe, Change Course, the Ally program has launched. Change Course has launched. Me and Sam were at the Ally training and at the first family night. And, you know, um, the one biggest thing that we love about being there is that it's different people from all walks of life. And they're helping these uh, leaders get on course, get on a different course and changing their environment. So we're very happy to be serving in that program. Now, let's get into this episode and hear what Hunter has to share. Um, and thank you guys for listening. Welcome back to another episode of the Minds with Hakeem podcast. It's your host, Juwan Hakeem, here today with co-owner of Beaverdale Books, Hunter Gillum. How you doing, brother? Good. Very good. I do want to extend out a, it was a big table. Yeah. I do want to <laughs> extend out a warm welcome and just thank you for allowing us to shoot this episode. And okay. I know mm -hmm. time is of the essence for everybody. So I do appreciate your time and just what you're about to give my community today, man. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Oh, definitely, yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you're on YouTube, which kudos to you, you see this <laughs> lovely place that we're in. It's like, and if you're a bookworm, you should be excited because I wasn't a bookworm. My wife kind of encouraged that <laughs> to me. So I'm here today and I'm really excited to be shooting here. So thank you again for that too. Oh, yeah. All right, before we get into the episode about, yeah, you and books and mm -hmm. how you got to this journey that you're on right now, I love to ask my icebreaker question. If you had one superpower in this world, what would it be and why? Um, well, so does the ability to like travel back in time, does that count that's as a superpower? Gotta be, that's got to be a superpower. Because that would be my, yeah, my go-to. You so, got a lot of regret? No, <laughs> um, well, like everybody else, you know, you just yeah. sit up and you're just like thinking about, you know, things from you know, 10 years ago and it's just yeah. like can't believe I said that. Can't believe I did this. And mm -hmm. it's just, it'd be nice, you know, yeah. or to just pause, to pause time. And then it's like, could leave in the middle of the workday and go do whatever, you know, and then come back and, that. you know, yeah. Yeah. Especially with American culture, how, how big work is. Mm -hmm. I would love to go back. Pause it. Just <laughs> done. Yeah. Pause it. Done. I need, I need 45 minutes. Yeah. That's good. No, I really like that one. All right. So, uh, we're going to get into, yeah, just, who you are and kind of like how you got on this journey. Um, and then we'll talk a little bit about you and your wife, Kate, and mm -hmm. how I got the pleasure of meeting y'all through 
Sam and Kate's mm-hmm. book club, which is I'm very fortunate to have y'all friendship and we were at y'all wedding and mm-hmm. we stole some of y'all wedding stuff and used it at yeah. our wedding and y'all were there. So it's yeah. crazy how life come full circle. But uh, first and foremost, the first question I want to ask for you, how has reading impact your life? Um, I mean, obviously it's like my job now. So um, pretty big impact. Uh, but it's always just, yeah, been something that I've done, you know. Um, and I just grew up reading and I lived in the country yeah. and I didn't have cable tv and stuff like that and so Mm -hmm. i spent a lot of time um reading you know i always had books so was it like like i shouldn't say forced or was it your parents culture to like push education and push books onto you guys so yeah my mom was a big reader okay um and my dad my dad probably reads more now than he ever has wow um but he didn't grow up with books around mm-hmm. really and so it wasn't part of something that he did he spent a lot of time outside and yeah. just you know kind of ran around um mm-hmm. with his brothers and stuff and uh but reading was a big part of him like his growing up but then it was for like my mom yeah. um and my grandma's a big reader and she pushed it for them and so i mean it was something that That's you know, kinda... she wanted you know us to do and yeah. um and would encourage us to do but it never really seemed like it needed much encouragement yeah. you know i read on the bus going you know to and from school mm. and stuff like that and um and then just yeah a lot of a lot of free time um especially yeah like over the summer and yeah you know i don't have neighborhood kids to run around with and so it'd just be like you know me and my sister and you know yeah you literally like exposing me to a different world like i'm i grew up in a city a smaller city outside of houston mm-hmm. texas and i rode on the bus a lot mm-hmm. and I had a lot of fun in the summers. Yeah. None of it was reading books. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just like, okay, I see the I see the difference. I see how he got there, but it's like I can't even imagine it. Like I can't even wrap my head around. Before we continue on just your journey, um mm-hmm. what are some of the topics that you personally like to read? Are you kind of all over the place or are you just I'm reading this one section and that's it? Uh, I mean, I still I read primarily fiction, mm-hmm. like literary fiction. Mm-hmm. Um but then I read essays and poetry okay. and memoirs yeah, yeah. and just kind of all over the place um and more so like after working here it feels like it's sort of expanded my yeah um what i would read and some of it's for work and then other things mm-hmm. were just like i never thought that i cared for like memoirs that much and then yeah. i just started reading memoirs that i really liked and then realized it was just like i wasn't reading ones that i that i enjoyed i guess mm. um and so I think it'd be like that and like poetry and essays were sort of things that I've kind of what what into. what do you memoirs is one of my favorite and mm-hmm. I don't really understand why what do you think that hit what 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 was it that hit for you out of memoirs because like I don't know if it's just people life journey like mm-hmm. I get to see the trials and struggles and the triumph at the end most of the time mm-hmm. but what is it for you that gets it done for memoirs like what what I mean, hit you yeah, I think some of it's just that, yeah, like the struggle um, mm-hmm. and especially the ones where it's just, you know, they had like the, the the memoir trope of, you know, having a rough, a hard childhood and then kind of persevering and then turning out to either being, you know, a normal or, um, you know, sometimes even just like going above and beyond mm-hmm. and, being, um, yeah. and stuff and just and just kind of getting that. And it's just also just about reading people's like everything about even fiction. It's like you're reading because you want to gain like a perspective on somebody else's Mm -hmm. life. And so then it's like that, but real. Um, And so I feel like there's other kind of like, you know, the truth is Mm. stranger than fiction at times, you know. And so then it's like there's something where it's like you'd be reading it as fiction and you would like it. But then because it's real, it like adds another layer to Mm. to it, too. Yeah, Um, yeah. that's good. No, that's good. Um, 
And to hear you talk about fiction and one fiction was the first one you mentioned. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those guys who like I'm I, I just started reading. I'll put out a disclaimer later about my reading journey. Mm-hmm. Like and this just happened in 2018. But uh I'm one of those guys right now. I won't touch a fiction book. Like if somebody mm-hmm. tell me, "Hey, this is a fiction. It's really good. It's a really dope story." Yada, yada, mm-hmm. I won't touch it. Mm-hmm. Like and because I, I feel like, and this is why this is why I'm like this. I feel like I've been lied to a lot throughout my life, <laughs> just by teachers, coaches, family members, and stuff like that. I want the truth, so I have a. I kind of shun fiction away. Mm-hmm. What am I missing? What is the person like me that's missing about fiction books? Fiction. I mean, I think when it's done well, it's just. I mean, a lot of fiction is based off of their real lives mm-hmm. too, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's some fiction where it's like. I can read, you know, close to 100 pages in it and I have to like remind myself that this didn't actually happen. This <laughs> yeah, is not, yeah. fi- you know, it's just it's like, but it so closely follows their lives, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so there's and you know, an auto fiction is becoming more and more popular of mm-hmm. just where it's it's basically a memoir, but they, you know, they use fiction because it gives them a little more leeway, you know, story wise yeah. and, um, you know, using their own like chrono- chronologically yeah, yeah, yeah. speaking, you know, yeah, yeah. stuff and um I like that. But, you know, yeah. So it's like, I think that it's, it's, it's more real than I think that people mm-hmm. realize at times, you know. And I would have never, like, even like hearing you say, just like, it's based, some of it is true, but some of it, you know, has extra add-ons just to mm-hmm. paint a better story is what I kind of picked up from what you were saying, which mm-hmm. I never would have thought about, like, thought about it in that light. So that, that's mm-hmm. just like. Yeah, I don't know. I, I maybe I need to start reading fiction because um, it's true that it hurts. It's scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, I want to talk a little bit about Beaverdale Books, and mm-hmm. you are co-owner of Beaverdale Books right now. Mm-hmm. First of all, my bad in the beginning. Where where, where are we located at? Where, where's this spot at? Uh, Beaverdale Books, two six two nine Beaver Avenue, Love uh, it. heart of Beaverdale. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Um, so yeah. Yeah, so 80% of my listeners are from Des Moines. So, okay, um, yeah. And I don't know how many of them are readers. I don't have that <laughs> math. But uh, if you do uh, read, this is a great space to spend local. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what is, how did this journey start? How did you, what did you start at in Beaverdale? Um, I, so I graduated in 2015 um, from Iowa. Mm-hmm. And the game plan was sort of I was going to go and get my master's in library science mm-hmm. um, and kind of do that. But then I always liked the idea of owning or working in a bookstore. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, wait. Owning and working in a bookstore. Stay there. Mm-hmm. Explain library science to me because I'm just like, oh, what so it's, is that? Um, yeah, you got to get a master's to be a librarian. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. And so and you go through and I, I don't know like all the ins and outs of it. Yeah. Um, but a lot of it is just I mean, a lot of it would be dealing with you know what you choose like selection curation stuff Mm -hmm. like that um a lot of it's also like archival stuff and so then it would be because a lot of them will archive all of like the um register articles and stuff like that and so then they do things like that and okay um, that makes a lot of sense that Mm -hmm. makes a lot more i'm like uh, who makes in books science yeah yeah, because i always run away from that science word i ain't gonna lie to you uh so i need to start going deep there too but sorry i didn't mean to cut you off i had to yeah uh, and then I worked at the public library, like the Iowa City Public Library, mm-hmm. and I was with people that had graduated and were having problems finding jobs. And mm. so then I was kind of like, didn't know if I wanted to do that. And so I graduated and I moved home um, and I 
sent Alice an email and asked if she wanted to meet to talk about books and bookstores and mm. stuff like that. And so, um, and who is Alice? The oh, the owner, the original okay. owner. Yeah, got gotcha. you. Um, and so then I, yeah, just met with her and I gave her you know, like a resume and cover letter thing, and mm -hmm. then just kind of, and then it was like a week later that she reached out to me and I started just working here like sweet two days a week and whatever other hours I could pick up. And yep. then um, just kind of snowballed from there. I was full time by the end of that year, I think for mm -hmm. the holidays. And then, yeah, so. That's, that's amazing. Out. Like with where you started at, just by reaching out and, yeah. and now having some ownership in, in into this company, which I think mm -hmm. is absolutely phenomenal. Just, I think people like, especially like people who get on this, entrepreneurial grind and stuff like that mm -hmm. um i don't even know if you look at yourself as an entrepreneur i think you just absolutely love books mm -hmm. but that's that's my perception of you mm -hmm. but um to start from the, the ground level and mm -hmm. then just work your way into a relationship that's good that's yeah. good oh yeah what is i hate talking about work <laughs> <laughs> what has been the biggest joy um since starting here from day one not necessarily ownership just like being in the building it's I mean, I guess it's just doing, you know, that's what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But then it's also just like getting to know the customers and mm -hmm. stuff and kind of that, the relationships and stuff that you build there. Yeah. Um, and then so it's sort of just like people, you know, you kind of become friends with them and then, mm. you know, they come into the store sure. and then it's just like, you know, you get a break and from break from work. I got to <laughs> talk to, you know, um, yeah. whoever's in and stuff. And um, and you just kind of get to know them and their reading habits and stuff like that. That's but sweet. um and then also just the other, all the other like organic kind of conversations between customers and stuff mm -hmm. where they'll be talking about, you know, they'll be asking, you know, their friend if they've read this book and then somebody will overhear them and then we'll say, you know, we'll chime in that they did read it and then they kind of have this exchange and, uh, and stuff like that's just fun to, that's good. to be around. You that's know? good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, it's all relational too. I think that just kind of speaks to who you are. Mm -hmm. Um, one thing I will say is how well versed you are in what you read. Uh, I remember we was having a conversation about Scottie Pippen book, and I was like, "It's crazy, Hunter read that book." He <laughs> don't strike me as a guy to read Scottie. <laughs> the book was crazy, um, but it's just like that's kind of like a part of your job. But I genuinely mm -hmm. think that's too part of your character. It's just like, okay, I'm gonna pick that one up. Right, Everybody yeah. talking mm -hmm. about it. Let, let me see what's up. Yeah. Um, but all right, I'll give a short segue of my reading journey. Mm -hmm. And then I got to ask you to, t I feel like a couple people be mad at me if I don't ask you if you know the number or close to the number of the amount of books you read. So let me give my journey quick because <laughs> it's small and embarrassing. So I graduated high school and college without ever reading a book in my life. Wow. Not one. Not one. And I'm not I'm not proud to say that. Yeah. Like that is bad. Like I had no AR points in high school. I don't know if Iowa did that, but in Texas well, we it was oh, oh a, yeah. okay. Uh -huh. Accelerated reading. I'd is max what, out the first. I'd come in from reading all summer. You see what I'm saying? And then I would just max you, you out all of my so, all of my stuff. Well, you can't, we don't, no, just go ahead, go ahead. He said, I'm, so not, I'm done. Not to brag. He said, I'm um, done in the summer. Okay. So but I, yeah, I would come in and take all of the tests on all the books I read over the summer and then I'd be done for the rest of the year. <laughs> That's crazy. So it's like, this is literally night and day. It's like, a guy who had zero AR points besides the spark notes in college. Shout out spark notes. Uh, this is not a disclaimer. Uh, and then the guy who come in from the summer with all AR points maxed out. <laughs> that is crazy. But um, I read my first book after I graduated college. And it was Relentless by Tim Grover. 
basketball okay. book. I definitely okay. was still a professional basketball player at the time. Mm -hmm. So it was one that was easy for me to read. And it was mm -hmm. a nice little, okay. <laughs> and then Sam gave me this book called The Defining Decade. And I was like, okay, this is a good one. Your, mm -hmm. your 20s are important. Let me check it out. And I fell in love with that book. And also, I had the pressure of Sam. She's like, if I'm just wasting my time and playing the game or watching the game, she's just sitting there, minding her business, reading. I'm like, man, what you doing? <laughs> like, talk to me. Like, so she, but, um, so yeah, I read my first book. And now this year, and I'm kind of happy about this, but. If I said Sam Gold, it would embarrass me. I'm not even asking you if you have a goal on this. But this year, I got a goal to read 15 books, and I'm at 14, and we're in November. So okay. I'm excited. I, I'm proud of myself. So this small journey. So that's my mm -hmm. small journey. But now I have to ask you, do you have the slightest clue of how many books you've read in your life? Oh, in my life? Um, well, let's go at the college. Even then, uh, it would be, I mean, it would be hundreds for sure. For sure. Um, I've been to your house. And then, yeah. Um, Kate, I know you helped a lot. <laughs> I've been to your house. It's, yeah, I mean, hundreds, definitely. Mm. Since I graduated college, I mean, probably close to a thousand. <laughs> if you figure like a hundred, close to a hundred every year. Um, this would be around, yeah, and I graduated 2015. Whoa. So... It'd be like seven hundred ish books yep. since I graduated. That's um, that's ridiculous. Like, I yeah. gotta up my goal. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm you kidding. gotta start with. That's how I started. Just like a keeping a book of books, you know, and yep. just writing down, you know, mm -hmm. the, the titles I read and when I read them and stuff. And and my goal was to read two books a month. Wow, and that was it. And I quickly was surpassing that. Um, but just like keeping track, you know, and so like you know you keep you know you know when you read like oh this month i read three books mm -hmm. so like i don't wow. you know and it's yeah. just like stuff like that that you just sort of start kind of noticing your patterns That's good. and stuff like that you know? i want to ask you this too and this is definitely a joan question <laughs> um do you feel like as an adult your reading speed continue because i feel guilty about my childhood i tell you that very much <laughs> so but do you feel like your reading speed still con continues as an adult my reading what speed oh like, speed you know, speed of like oh and, I, and mostly the so mm -hmm. most important thing to me is retaining the information especially mm -hmm. since i'm reading oh, nonfiction, yeah. but or even the stories that i read in memoirs mm -hmm. um but like i feel like i read very slow because i'd never read mm -hmm. before yeah. so mm -hmm. i mean i feel like it all just kind of I mean, it depends on the book, uh, you know, yeah. and it depends on how it's struck. Cause like the, the language, if they have, yeah. Or if yeah, it's shorter chapters and yeah. stuff and like, then you can kind of get into That's it. True. Um, That's fair. so it's hard to, I mean, I feel like I read faster than I probably did in, in high school. Um, but I also feel like I'm reading, like I read multiple books at a time. And so yeah. then it's kind of like, you know, I can read one book and then it's i feel like you start off quicker and then it seems like it kind of slows mm -hmm. down a little bit and then it's like well if you just stop and then pick up another book then it's like you kind of restart that i don't know sort of clock or whatever no, for sure. um but i've never yeah i don't think i'm a super fast reader yeah. i mean i'm i will run into people where it's like they read a book every you know other day and yeah. stuff you know stuff like that and I was just at a trade show and I was, you Anybody know, I read ever a book about seen Kelly before <laughs> that girl don't stop. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah. And I was talking to somebody and we were at this dinner with um, an author and they'd given us copies of it. And she's just like, Oh yeah, I read your book uh, yesterday when we got in. And it's like, I mean, it's like this book about the history of phosphorus. Um, so it's not like it's a, a super light and breezy book and she just Oop. burned through it. Yeah. Um, 
And so there's a lot of people out there that make me feel, yeah, like, yeah. you know. I... So, I, I part, so I am super competitive, if you mm -hmm. already have known. <laughs> um, and Sam is too. My wife is too. But we'll be relaxing, reading. And she's just flying. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, man. How can I keep up with this woman? <laughs> and I'm supposed to be focusing on my information that mm -hmm. I'm taking in. But uh, that's why I asked that question. So I do mm -hmm. put this table on the t and question on the table. You can kick me on the table and say, nope, next subject. <laughs> Who reads faster? You're Kate. <laughs> it's... Like it might be kids. Um, <laughs> See, like, yeah, yeah, it's me. It's me. It's yeah. me. It's me. But I did. So I did, since she is such an avid reader as well, I did. Didn't want to get off here without mentioning her again. How mm -hmm. did you guys, like, meet? Because, like, both of y'all love books. I'm yeah. like, Sam, how, how did they meet? Yada, yada. Sam told me the story. I want mm -hmm. you to kind of shed your light on your wife. Yeah, it was. Uh, so she worked with... Um, one of my good, good friends, uh, girlfriends. Mm -hmm. And so then it was her that kind of, she knew me and knew that I was, you know, the owner here. And I don't mm -hmm. know if Kate had mentioned coming here or something like yeah. this, but then, um, you know, just like clicked to her like mm -hmm. that, you know, like, Oh, I know the manager of yeah. Beaverdale books. And so then she's the one that introduced us. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah. In the, the love of books. Yeah. The love of books. Know? That's um, cool. Like, mm -hmm. especially with like, I know my wife is a part of her book club and, just the uh your your co-ownership of this place and your love for books i think that's very mm -hmm. cool that y'all share that trait in common like i know that it's good for your relationship that's oh, good yeah. yeah it'd be hard to yeah to do this job and not have somebody that did because it's you, you don't make a lot of money doing it yeah, yeah, and you yeah, work yeah. a lot of you know you work long yeah. hours and Absolutely. you know and it's stressful and yeah. um you do it for the love you know but yeah you do it for that and somebody that's also a reader understands kind of the, where that passion comes from you know and that's so good. then they know yeah like what Absolutely. why you're doing it you know yeah um i kind of want to pick your brains about yeah where the world is going with this technology and just all the distractions there out now reading can be a silver lining in there um so where do you think reading do you think reading holds the same value as it did 10 years ago i yeah i think so um and i think it's maybe more so. i mean it's i've never met anybody that um you know finds out what i do and stuff like that that doesn't comment with oh i wish i read more you mm. know i wish i could read more i wish you know and stuff like that or i wish i could find the time and um and so it always seems like that's something that people are sort of striving mm -hmm. to do uh and i think some of that is because you can just you know to learn things mm. and so then kind of better yourself through learning and uh and stuff like that and so I think it'll be important for those that same mm -hmm. for those same reasons, you know, and it's also, again, is like a way to just kind of disconnect from, you know, to not be on, you know, your phone or in front of a apps. screen or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, and to just kind of be able to to pick up something that, you know, that you can just, feel and yeah. that keeps you grounded. Mm -hmm. um, and you might not have to answer this question, but I'm going to ask you anyways. Yeah. Why, why do everybody want to read more? But don't. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know if it's just like a stat, like a, you know, the people think that, you know, it's like a scholarly thing to, yeah. to, to read, you know, or it's yeah. because they're told, you know, when they were little that they should, that they need to read, they mm -hmm. need to be good at reading, you mm -hmm. know, um, I don't, you know, I'm not. I also think, I also think too, partially just even hearing you say that people always been told it also mm -hmm. think people want to come off as being intelligent and they know people, smart people that normally read. Yeah. Mm -hmm. read. I honestly feel like a lot of it 
comes from that too. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I know I don't have to answer that question. Mm-hmm. But I just so being in the space that I'm in, I do a lot on technology. I mean, on the internet mm-hmm. with technology, and I see the growth, the rapid changes, and mm-hmm. how all these apps is a race to the bottom of the brainstem, which I'm very like mindful of that. But I don't think I think there's a huge community of people that's not. But I feel like since I picked up the habit of reading, I feel more grounded. Reading causes you to stop, mm-hmm. to pause and be with something tangible that you can hold in your hand that doesn't have a flashing light on it. Mm-hmm. And that's just your book like. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so that's why I asked that, because I'm kind of. I started reading throughout this new shift, but I'm. I've been trying to convince my friends to read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not working. No. <laughs> not, not working. So that's why I posed the question. And maybe I'm coming at it wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's, I don't know. It's, yeah. I mean, it's it's intimidating. I mean, I try to be, I mean, we try to be as welcoming as possible and Absolutely. stuff like that, you know. And and I don't care what people read, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, as long as they get their books from me. You know, yeah, um, exactly. it's just like, I don't care, you know. Disclaimer. Um, <laughs> But no, I mean, it's just, you know, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be that you're reading all of the classics or that you're reading, you know, like all this hardcore, you know, history or biography Mm -hmm. or whatever. It's just like, you you know, just kind of fine. And there's a lot of stuff out there, you know, and it took me a long time um, of reading before you kind of were able to hone in on what, what you like, you know, and then you're able to, you know, you, you find more books that you like to read. And so then I feel like you're more likely to keep reading Mm -hmm. because it's not like every book you pick up, you don't you don't like and so yeah. it's like well why am i doing this yeah, um, yeah. but it's i mean it's intimidating you have know? you ever picked um, up a book and didn't finish it oh yeah i mean I, I don't anymore i don't finish books because of just you know i'm trying to read like newer stuff and you know and things yeah. like that and so a lot of it's it a lot of times it doesn't even have anything bad to do with about the book it's just yeah. like i have to move on to next, to other things yeah. you know and it's just like it was good but it just didn't really you know it didn't come to the the top and so it's you know i read about 100 pages in it and mm-hmm. it's like i i can talk about it you know and i liked it but it was just not for me to finish you know and some of them i'll keep the you know keep the bookmark in it for you know i mean sometimes it's like a year later yeah. and i'm still just like i just got to give up on this you know this isn't happening but um that freed me a little bit i like mm-hmm. that no yeah <laughs> I feel you know it's just about, like so i did it with one book and i thought i would love it and I actually bought it from here. Can I return it? No. <laughs> I thought I would love it and I just didn't. Mm-hmm. And I was forcing my way through it. And Sam was like, babe, you don't have to finish that book. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, really? <laughs> and sometimes yeah. just reading a book, like knowing that you can, especially like nonfiction, mm-hmm. um, you know, where it's just like, it's easy to put a bookmark in it and just, you know, read yeah. something else and then come back to it and mm-hmm. kind of see, you know, where you're at. But, yeah, um, I like that. But yeah, I mean, it's, in, it's intimidating, you know? And so it's Very. like, I understand that too where it's just like where do you begin you know um and stuff like that yeah mm-hmm. no that's good um i'm trying to think of one more good question to ask you uh before we get off here um i am very very did i go over time so no i'm kidding uh, <laughs> uh i am very very thankful for this uh i think reading is very very important yeah, i think it helped shape and impact my life by Mm -hmm. not only keeping me grounded from Mm -hmm. the outside world, but just like, yeah, the knowledge that I get from it. Uh, And I'm on this big wave of nonfiction, but Mm -hmm. maybe I pick up a fiction book. Give it a try. (laughs) This episode. One last thing. uh, Oh, that's, that's a good question. One last thing you would say to somebody who wants to read more or who 
don't quote unquote have the time, which they probably don't mm-hmm. have the time to read more. One words of encouragement you would give those people. Um, well, I'd say you can always try, you know, audiobooks um, as a way. And that's another way, too, with like the whole technology whole and segment. stuff, too, where it's just like, I feel like that's a good compromise for people mm-hmm. where it's just like, I don't have the time. And it's like, well, do you, do you commute? Do you, you know? drive? <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's like, listen to an audiobook instead of listening to the radio or whatever else, you know, or I mean, and it's there's months where it's like if I didn't listen to audiobooks, I would have read like one book, you know, but it's because I can I'm also listening to audiobooks that I'm able to kind of take in all this information Mm. you know um but like with everything too it's like you don't yeah don't be afraid to give up on on a book or give up on an audiobook or you know and just kind of and it's not doesn't reflect negatively on you by giving Mm. up it just wasn't your thing you know um yeah you know um and yeah just kind of figure out what you what you like and then you know go from there Thank you so much, Hunter. Um, Thank you. Yeah. We are at Beaverdale Books, everybody. Mm-hmm. Come check this spot out in person. You will be, you would probably spend some money, but you will be blown <laughs> away about how cool it is. It's, uh, it's local, it's in the area. Um, thank you so much. I'm Thank very you. thankful yeah. for our friendship and our relationship and our wife's friendship and relationship yeah. as well. They're good. They're good women. But um, that wraps up another episode of the Modular King podcast from Beaverdale Books. Peace. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Thank you, Pete. I want to give a very special thank you to everybody who made it this far of listening to me and Hunter converse about reading and yeah, just different um, areas of reading and different genres. Um, I hope this episode inspired you. If this episode did help you, please, easy way to share this episode with one person and also subscribe and like to wherever you're listening. on. And we do appreciate y'all on the Minds with Hakeem. And yeah, until next time, we'll keep bringing back awesome and wonderful people for us to learn from. And yeah, just to continue to pick up practical ways that they live. You'll have a great week and till next time.